I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine. On an empty stomach. Yeah, good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. You can find this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Make sure you subscribe and then hit us up every day live, Facebook, YouTube, and, of course, Instagram. Don't worry about Facebook and YouTube. Get off there. Come to Instagram. Everybody's hanging out. Today on the show, gentlemen, take them dollar bills out your nose because making her way to the main stage, it's Mary Magdalene. Also, winter is coming, but we all know she faked it. Let's get to some live dates, huh? Gutty's Comedy Club, he died in Minnesota, Victoria Jackson of Saturday Night Live. That's going to be August 4th and 5th. Also, August 26th and 27th, Gutty's in Indianapolis. Make sure you go to my website, rudypovich.com. September 22nd through the 24th, Comedy Vault, Batavia, Illinois, with Jonathan Kite. Back at Gutty's September 3rd through October 1st in Edina and then December 2nd through 3rd Vulcan Gas Company Austin, Texas with Jonathan Kite all of those uh, dates all those tickets you can find them rudypovich.com say what up to some people on the live feed Uh, what's up BJ hi Sarah what's up Chris Marty Quist good to see you last night bud ran into him over at the comedy cave in St. Paul so nice to see you dude good to see everything is going well good morning Liz what's up Jim Norder Amanda, Sally, nice to see everybody today. I uh, was up a little bit late last night. I did the hat trick, which um, Wednesdays you can usually get in three sets, three different rooms. And I made no money but spent $67 in gas. So this comedy thing's really starting to work out. Sorry, kiddo, we can't get you braces because, uh, yeah, daddy had to go bomb in three separate rooms. <laughs> which uh yeah it was a fun night last night uh working on a little bit of new material probably some stuff i could have worked out before the show started but whatever man it's all good we'll figure it out uh got up this morning and let me tell you the value of letting your pendulum swing very wide because there's a lot of stuff I do during the day that is content, not for me, not for certain companies. I'm talking about like specific people. And I was on a, I was on a Zoom meeting the other day with uh, Cloud10, the company that hosts A Long Walk to Cleveland, along with a slew of other podcasts. And we were chatting about, chatting about having a lot of variety in life. And one of the things I had brought up was, I don't know a lot of people that can edit for the Adam Carolla show and then also Megan Trainer. But last night, as I was at home, I was working on two different podcasts. So we're gonna, there's a podcast I work on called Enneagram and Coffee, which I know nothing about the Enneagram. All I know is, is that everyone is assigned a specific number. Hey, you're a four, which means that sometimes you're a little fiery when it comes to confrontation. You're a seven, which means you're much more passive when it comes to parenting. I don't know anything about it. All I know is uh, Sarah Jane Case, who hosts it, has a soothing voice. And basically, she talks a lot about, hey, uh, you ain't got to be on all the time. Sit your ass down and rest a little bit every once in a while. And that is the type of advice I can get behind. So I love doing her podcast. And then on top of it, 
I just so last night I was working on that, and then this morning got up and edited a couple of podcasts for Dean Del Rey, who is the uh, Bill Burr's opener and a guy that I've been a fan of for a long time. And as I was having this conversation with everybody at Cloud Ten, I was like, "That is great advice for everyone. Be as let your pendulum swing so wide." Have as much variety in your life as you possibly can. Because there's a lot of times, if I would have never worked on Enneagram and coffee, there's not a chance I would have ever listened to it. It just doesn't fit my wheelhouse. But I'm like, I gave it a chance. I started working on it. I kind of dig what Sarah Jane has to say. And now I'm like, all right, now I'm embedded. I don't know if I'll ever have enough in me to want to be like, I just wonder if some days I'm a nine. Because every time my parents you know, have a, a little bit of a critique on me, I take that personal. That's my nine coming out. But my one coming out is when a server serves me the wrong food, I just go ahead and eat it. I don't ask to bring it back. I'm not one of the, that's my one coming out in me. I don't know about any of that shit. I don't care about it. I'm just saying, let your pendulum swing wide, everybody. Let's say hi to some people on the live feed this morning. What's up, Adrian? Good to see you, bud. Ryan Neeson. What's up, dude? Have a great show at the Improv. What is that, tonight? Improv. Hollywood Improv. Dude, good to see you crushing it, man. Fucking Ryan Neeson. I've told you guys about Ryan Neeson and- Talked about how killer of a joke writer that guy is. Fucking so good. Ah, Marty, did you do Lynn Lake Brewing last night? I didn't do Lynn Lake. I went to, I was at the Comedy Cave in St. Paul and then ran over to Comedy at the Crane, did that room, and then on my way home stopped at this little tiny kind of unknown mic in South Minneapolis at a place called Orale, which the crowd, I don't know what it is about that place, the crowd is always awful, but there is always one or two people that make that room worth going to. They're always right up in front, and it's always different people. It's not like it's the same people. There's always like two or three people. One time I was on stage, and there was like a group of like four people that came in, and the smell of weed was so overwhelming, I could not but help bring it up. But the table was just filled with super ripped people, which I, and not ripped like high, I mean like ripped, like you could tell they go to the gym. And that's the worst kind of stoner to get to know. The productive stoner's the fucking worst. Cause I'm not even high and still don't do as much as the productive. I hate guys that can get stoned and clean. There's nobody worse on the planet than a guy who just gets, takes like three bong rips and then completely scours the kitchen. It's like, Dude, I'm as sober as a judge, and still I don't have the ambition to want to get up and actually scrub a couple of plates. This motherfucker's on his hands and knees with a toothbrush, getting in the crevices of the vinyl flooring, and I'm like, fuck you, man. Productive stoners are the worst people. Fuck them, guys. (laughs) I got nothing for them. All right, let's get right into it. So a uh, former strip club in Wisconsin, uh, it was bought, turned into a Christian school. What? I've been to a couple of strip clubs in my day, and I got to say, man, I don't think I've ever seen anything. It's only in Wisconsin that they take a former Boom Boom room and turn it into a Christian school. But uh, here's one of the people from the school talking about the transformation. We knew somewhere, sometime, God would provide, and he did. Because it had been a strip mall, in addition to being a strip club, much of it had never even been built out. And so it was fairly easy for us to kind of turn that into classroom space 
little by little. We just found that humorous. We took the drywall off of the windows because it was just a darker environment in many different ways. And we've let the light in and we think of it as the light of Jesus. That's right. Making his way to the main stage, ladies. You know the man. You know the myth. You know the legend coming down from that cross. Oh, don't mind them holes in his hands and his feet. It's Jesus Christ. I love rock and roll. Sipping on the dime in a jukebox, baby. Jesus just comes out there, whips off that crown of thorns, fucking pulls off that bandage. Wow. Bring it on, ladies. Uh, the only reason why I wanted to talk about this story, I don't give a shit about a Christian school going into a former strip club. I like those, but uh, I I like those stories. But the reason why I wanted to bring it up is because I wanted to tell my strip club story in Wisconsin. Me, my buddy Mark, guy I went to high school with, salt of the earth, security guard at a prison, good dude. Mark's birthday happens, and Mark was in a dark place because Mark's, I believe at the time, it was right after Mark's mom had passed away, and uh, it was Mark's birthday, he was by himself, he had one shitty roommate, this awful dude that he lived with over in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and I'm like, I, I, I was living in Wisconsin at the time, I'm like, I just can't let my buddy hang, so I knew there was a storm coming in, it's the middle, I think, it was, I think his birthday was like the middle of January, and I'm like, I just can't let my buddy hang. I knew there was a big snowstorm on the way, and I went, fuck it. If I leave now, I can beat that storm. So I drive all the way over across the state. Takes me, you know, whatever, three hours. I get there. I, I go to Mark's apartment, surprise him. I'm like, come on, dude. We're going to Bean Snappers. And he's like, I don't want to go to Bean Snappers. I'm like, fuck it, man. I got a Ziploc bag filled with ones, and they got your name all over it. Happy birthday, my man. So I drag his ass in. And I bring him over to Bean Snappers, which is still there, by the way. That ain't turning into a Christian school anytime soon. So I get there. This giant snowstorm is on the way. And Mark's like, I want to get home before the storm. Absolutely, my man. Listen, I just want to I, I want to try to put you in a better mood. So we drive to Bean Snappers. We get to Bean Snappers. We walk in. There's like five strippers, two Mexican dudes sitting at Sniffers Row. Mark's like, I want to get the fuck out of here. I'm like, Mark, as God is my witness, we will spend every single last one of these dollar bills before we get the fuck out of here. <clears throat> well, you add in about six or seven beers into this, and Mark starts loosening it up a little bit. And next thing you know, uh, we're at like the three-hour mark inside of Bean Snappers. These two Mexican dudes uh, were, dude, it was almost like we were going to race to see who could stick it out the longest before this storm rolls in. So, storm rolls in. I did not realize that it was going to be as big of a storm as what it was. So, we're looking down the barrel of like 11.25, 11.30. All of a sudden, some dude just comes in from the from outside. And he goes, oh, by the way, man, WinDot shut down the highways. You can't get out. We're like, what do you mean you can't get out? They're like, yeah, dude. There's like, there's like a three feet of snow out there has dropped in like 45 minutes. You're not getting out. So they're like, what are we going to do? <laughs> you can't drive anywhere. The roads are completely snowed in. And uh, the guys at Bean Snappers were like, fuck it, dude. Uh, somebody turn on all the lights. Gals, go ahead and get changed. And they just came out. They made some Heggie's pizzas. And me, Mark, these two Mexican dudes, and like five strippers, and a couple of the DJ, and like two dudes who worked at Bean Snappers, all spent a snowy night. <laughs> 
huddled around an empty stage eating Heggie's pizzas and sharing war stories about, you know, snow days and... The one thing I gotta say, though, and this is what I like about it. You know, I watched that biography on The Undertaker the other night. When that guy was in public, he never let down the persona. Always dressed in black, eyes rolled back, never let down his guard. And them gals, bless their hearts, Mercedes? Mercedes was not turning back into Michaela. Uh Uh-uh. She was staying Mercedes. Yeah. Serenity? No, no, no. Listen, Sarah was not gonna back down. She was Serenity all night. Everything she said, it always ended with a hun or a giggle, or an arm touch. Did we end up blowing about an extra $300? Because we just kept going back to the ATM? You're goddamn right. But I'll tell you this right now. Worth the story. Was Mark better for it? Absolutely. So finally, we got the all clear at like 1.30 a.m. that the uh, storm had stopped. Wisconsin Department of Transportation got the highways cleared up. Mark and I got back in the vehicle. We drove home. Uh, got home. I could tell Mark had a set of blue balls, and I'm like, dude, you go ahead. You need this way more than I do. I'll wait outside the apartment. (laughs) But that's the thing, man. Like, I don't know if you could get away with that any other place. There's not a lot of places, especially strip clubs, that would allow just the patrons to just flip the lights on and then hang out, eat a bunch of frozen pizzas, and fuck off with the staff, you know? But, dude, Bean Snappers, absolutely. And tell me if you can find a better name for... Listen, Spearmint Rhino? Whatever, dude. I do not worry about Spearmint Rhino. There's a, I don't like the name. I don't know what it says, but Bean Snappers? Dude. Beans, I want I want to know exact... Silly Putty. I know what Silly Putty is. It is Putty that is silly. Bean Snappers? Yes. I know exactly what that is. You got to tell me what it is in the name. I don't know. Don't don't let me guess. <laughs> Morning, MJ. Hi, Scooter. What's up, Kim? Good to see you guys on the live feed. Also, I don't know if you guys are a big Game of Thrones fans. I saw this the other day, and I was like, "Whoa, goddamn!" Because every once in a while, you'll see those stories about like a couple traveled to where the time clock in Back to the Future was, and ended up ha- making love right on the steps of city hall of shit i'm spacing on the name of whatever that city was in back to the future but i came across this a couple got busted getting busy with each other at a location they used to film game of thrones passers-by got it on cell phone footage it was going down in croatia i can't even attempt the name of the city i'll fuck it up but it was basically king's landing in the hbo show they were up against a stone wall and then (laughs) i actually went and found the footage of it i thought like maybe they'd be indiscreet just kind of tucked back like maybe in a corner nobody'd be able to see it you know be it somewhat at night oh no this dude had this gal bent over middle of the day middle of the street fucking just letting her rip and i was like i guess that's what it was i mean they kind of showed it back in the day man game of thrones it was just like Jason Momoa's character, dude, you basically just like walked up behind a woman and just like, eh, there you go. It's your turn now. Feels a lot like northern Minnesota. You don't get it's not your girlfriend, it's just your turn. That's all it is. Scooter, Booby Trap was our local joint back in the day. What is oh the booby trap. Oh, you're talking about strip club names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on. Um Yeah, getting back to Game of Thrones. Uh I had never seen Game of Thrones, and I just kept putting it on one day just to kind of see what the hubbub was all about. 
And my daughter and I, I remember we were playing, I think it was categories. We were on the living room floor. My daughter's back was to the television. And I was just kind of, you know, somewhat one eye on the game, one eye on the show, just to see if it might be something I might be interested in. And this is like season six, episode four. This isn't like episode one. And as I'm like, you know, picking cards for categories, I look up and I'm like, oh, that's Beaver. Right behind my daughter's head. So I kind of slowly reach over and I grab the <laughs> remote control and I just click it off. And I'm like, we shall revisit this later. And then as I found out that Game of Thrones was going to be having like their last big hoorah in the series finale, I didn't want to be I didn't want to be going out with everybody and having them talk about Game of Thrones and then me just sitting around because they gave you an ample amount of time to be able to watch it. So I crammed the shit out of it. I watched every episode of Game of Thrones in like five weeks. It's like eight seasons. Hour, ten minutes every single episode. Ten episodes a season. I watched like three episodes a day for five weeks. Like I, I remember doing a gig in La Crosse, Wisconsin, and then driving back from La Crosse, and it was... 1 a.m., there's no one on the highway. It is as clear as a bell. And I'm like, listen, the only way I'm going to get through this is if I just prop that fucking cell phone up and watch an episode on the road. Am I proud of it? No. Am I proud that I literally finished the second to last episode 12 minutes before the actual last episode? Fuck yeah. Listen, there's not a lot of people out there that make goals for themselves. Set incremental goals every day. That is how you do it. I'm not a big fan of everybody who just like haphazardly walks through life. Listen, you got up today. Goal number one. (laughs) You've made it. You've made it. Uh, Sarah, I wish I had the time to binge TV shows. You can do it. I mean, you have to. I mean, I basically didn't see my daughter for over a month. She was like, Daddy, I need a Band-Aid. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, we're right in the middle of the Red Wedding. Get the fuck out of the way. Move. You have no idea what... You have no... You need a Band-Aid? Daddy needs quiet time. Get the fuck out. I'll get you a Band-Aid. Listen, they didn't have bandages back in Game of Thrones days. They wrapped that shit up. They put leeches on them. You want me to get leeches for you? That's how we're going to solve this. Anyway. uh, But make some time... Listen... I don't like when everybody goes, I just don't have time. You have time. Everybody's got time. You don't realize how much you can actually get done until you really start getting shit done. Everybody's got time. Do you have to balance it out and take time away from other shit? Absolutely. But sometimes that's the best part about it. Is you're like, listen, I don't want to go hang out with uh, you know your in-laws. I don't want to go hang out with my in-laws. I don't want to hang out with your sister and her shitty husband and their crappy kids. I'm going to sit down and watch Better Call Saul. Get through these first couple of episodes, which I am like episode eight right now. I've been trying to like watch an episode a night because like I was talking about with Sarah Jane Case, one of her things that she talks about in that podcast every day is, dude, you really need to force yourself. You know how it takes you to force yourself to work sometimes? You need to force yourself to rest because you're no good to anybody when you're just completely exhausted. And it took me a long time to figure that out. I just started figuring that out like five months ago we're like i think todd snyder has the line uh i always thought the faster i went the further i'd go and then i realized dude one day you get you just you end up in the same spot it's just 
you can show up with your car fucking beat to shit, or you can show up and things are still working properly. I would much rather have things work properly. Take my sweet ass time. Enjoy the journey. Get a little bit of rest every once in a while. Life is not meant to be working constantly all the time. Unless it's shit you actually like to do. Then by all means, let her rip. Sarah, kids can take care of themselves. You're goddamn right they can. Listen, all day, every day, I have to basically tell a 14-year-old, make your own goddamn macaroni and cheese. When we were kids, we were cooking gourmet meals by the time we were seven. Everybody knew how to use a pot and pan. Moms and dads weren't making that shit. My mom would leave at 7 a.m., go to work, dude. Wouldn't be back until like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. She'd be like, well, just fucking figure it out. We were like nine. Can you imagine doing that nowadays? Oh, my God, they take your kids away. No, let them kids figure it out. Absolutely. All right, so uh, big day today. One last show tomorrow before we get into the weekend. I got no shows coming up this weekend. I'm going fishing, so you guys uh, enjoy the weekend as well. But next week, don't forget, uh, Friday and Saturday, I believe the Saturday early show might be close to sold out for Victoria Jackson, but you can still get tickets Friday and Saturday, Gutties Comedy Club, MN.com, or just go to uh, my website, rudypovich.com. You guys, really appreciate it. Make sure you find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Subscribe to it. That's a big deal. Make sure you are subscribed. Every single day you get a brand new episode in your inbox. And then find it live on Facebook and YouTube, and of course, Instagram. That's where we want you to come. 9.45 a.m. Central Time. Guys, really do appreciate it every time. Have a great day. See you again. Thank you for taking a long walk to Cleveland. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.